Coming up this week on The Film Podcast. And the first filmmaker we catch up with on this film podcast rewind is Lisa Bryant, a writer, director and producer who through her vision was able to piece together the Jeffrey Epstein Netflix series Filthy Rich, a story which was both expansive in its research and enormous in its ability to reach victims to interview. And I started out by asking Lisa what the goal was from the beginning. Our goal was to give these victims a voice and tell their story. You know, we didn't want to start with the big news. Oh, he's arrested. He's dead. You know, anybody could have done that. It's how we got there that was so important. That was our message. We never veered from that. So many people failed in so many ways. We wanted to expose that and expose the truth. There's a lot of truth that hasn't been told still. The goal was also to make people angrier and angrier. And, and I think that just happens as you're watching. You just like, it's one, I can't believe it after another. He was so good at manipulation and lying and, and coercion and all these things and paying people off and his money and his blackmail. And there were so many enablers and so many people afraid of him who could have said something but didn't. Was there ever a time that you started to doubt the whole process of what you were doing and wonder how you would get through it all? Well, in the very, very beginning when we did start, we had many, many no's, uh, not just from survivors and people that we did reach out to. We had you know, people who were in fear that something would happen to them or their families. I'm talking even people who were friends of his, people who were in his little black book. It was very complicated and we were shot down by a number of people. Some of them did come around. Are they afraid of him? And then, you know, you would revisit that later, you know, uh, later on as some people left the door open or even if they didn't leave the door open after he died, we we, kind of circled back. It was very interesting in, in that respect. How concerned were people around you? Uh, You know, it's interesting. My husband, I did take a couple of trips to St. Thomas, which is a stone's throw from Epstein's private island. There's a a tracker on your phone and he couldn't track me one night and he was very worried. It did get at some points. I wouldn't say I was was, uh, scared of him. He was he definitely was aware. I actually knocked on his door several locations and I met his houseman Renato several times and I would leave my car to identify myself and we were tracking his flight. So we knew he was there. And the second filmmaker we catch up with on this film podcast Rewind is Gary Reitstrom, a seven-time Academy Award winner who's worked with the likes of Steven Spielberg, James Cameron and George Lucas. And I asked him how he was offered the George Lucas film Strange Magic to direct. Well, you know, the first directing offer I got to do was through Pixar. I had a long-standing relationship with Pixar doing sound for their very first films. And so I knew that company well and was always part of their development of films. And they were nice enough to offer me a chance to direct. So the first directing I did was a short for uh, Pixar called Lifted. Strange Magic, which was originally called Primrose in-house. And uh, I'd heard about it for years. And it was a project that George Lucas had started and worked on, a sort of a fairy tale musical. And it's gone through different iterations and different filmmakers and that kind of stuff. And the timing of it, which is both sad and happy for me, is that I I was developing a feature film at Pixar that got shut down. So when that got shut down, I went back to Lucasfilm to go back to my sound career. And then, you know, within a not too long a time, I get this, you know, hey, you worked at Pixar. Why don't you you take over this animated film we've been having uh, uh, trouble with or can't quite finish? And so... I thought I was going from my Pixar animation directing career back to my sound career. And then, you know, it turns out Lucasfilm had this half-finished animated film that they asked me to take over. And it was great. I mean, it was, to be honest, it was a film that if I were to propose something from scratch, I probably wouldn't think of fairies and I probably wouldn't have done a musical. 
but I always remember hearing stories about how Francis Coppola, you know, Godfather was kind of a cheesy book and, you know, he, he did it and then made one of the great films of all time. So I thought, oh, I don't think I made one of the great films of all time, but it was great to both direct a feature and to direct a feature that, that was something I inherited. So the musical aspect and the singing of songs, we had Alan Cumming and Evan Rachel Wood and, and Maya Rudolph and great actors and singers. It was so much fun that I joked at the end of it that I, if I ever direct another movie, it has to be a musical. I'm not sure about the fairy part, but the musical part was really fun. And um, I never would have had that experience had they not uh, kind of looked around Lucasfilm and said, oh, there's somebody with some animation experience. Why don't you take this over? So I, I'm grateful for the experience, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm.